1: Satellite Sisters, welcome to the show. It is uh, Sunday, October 20th. I am Liz Dolan. I'm in Santa Monica, California. I have three, come three of my sisters on the phone today. That's why we're so excited. Four out of five. We're, we're very psyched about this. Monica Dolan, you are home in Portland, Oregon, I hear.
0: Uh, yeah, hey y'all. Just got back from Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a lot of yawling going on there um so i might be saying y'all a okay. bit in the show
1: all right and we're, we're gonna get a nashville report a little oh later yes on. oh yes oh yes okay sheila dolan you are at home in south pasadena california having no connectivity issues today so far so welcome back
2: oh thank you well my new strategy is i never log out of skype <laughs> if i log out I'm not getting back in. And I know there's some new rules in terms of dropping off, so I never log out of Skype. So I'm always on.
1: Yes, the the, the new rule. Well, first, let's welcome in Leanne. Then we'll explain the rules. Leanne Dolan, Pasadena, California. How's everything there today?
3: Liz, happy to be here. Had another MC gig last night for a great charity here in Pasadena, and um, I think I did a fine job because... Uh, my shirt matched the tablecloths. And I think that's what you want, an MC. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: had
3: no idea I was wearing the official color of the event. Oh, that is
1: so embarrassing.
3: (laughs) 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 At least no one asked me for more steak. You
1: know what I
0: mean?
3: (laughs) Well, Sheila mentioned the new
1: rules. Only we should explain. The way we record the show is everyone is on Skype. And Skype has a call recorder, and then so then we get an audio file of the show, which we can then edit and post to iTunes and all the rest. But lately, you know, we've had all kinds of connectivity issues, and so we try calling the person, the person who drops off back, and there's a lot of back and forth. And frankly, it just requires too much editing once it's a lot of editing <laughs> once, once that happens. So we have a new rule that if you drop off, we will call you back once, but if you drop off a second time, that's it. You're, you're, you're done. For for the week so we just clarified that before we started today's show so uh but it's not just about it doesn't just apply to you sheila it applies i to-
2: i totally understand that because okay. <laughs> right. monica monica could drop off too right yeah, monica
0: I, I could but i never have <laughs> Yeah. It
2: could happen. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right, Liz. I know you have been out of the country this week. Somehow you went to Amsterdam and back between like Tuesday and Friday. That's that
1: correct. I left. I left Tuesday afternoon. I got back Friday afternoon. That is correct.
3: It oh. wasn't even after loo- noon, Liz. She got back like you called me at noon. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> technically the morning i think still i don't really know but um while you were gone there were a lot of explosive non-news stories i oh. wanted to tell you in about because you know this is what the internet exceeds at is just taking nothing blowing it up so that everybody has an opinion and then watching it disappear into the internet ether so okay.
1: so, the, so, so it, these are things i might have missed
3: you might have missed, uh, they weren't actually news stories, but the internet made them so. Okay. okay, first of all, Martha Stewart in the news again. And Martha Stewart is now like the Alec Baldwin of uh <laughs> You know how Alec Baldwin manages to be in the news every week, even if he does nothing? Yeah. You know, he, oh, I'm not going to run for Congress. Oh, yeah, I'm going to run. Oh, I might run. Oh, I had lunch with my daughter. You know, somehow that's a news story. <laughs> and Martha has now it, it has now reached that level. Okay. So this week, Martha gave an interview where she dissed food balls. Bloggers. As, really? As non experts. Okay, why does this surprise anyone? Martha Stewart is a snob. Of course. That's her whole brand, people.
1: That, that is true. That is true. The I am better than you are would be what we call her brand position.
3: Yes. So if you're writing about the pizza you made in Iowa, you're a non-expert to her. She's not interested in how you canned your peaches. All right. She. So this, of course, the bloggers went nuts over this. Somehow shocked that Martha Stewart is a snob. Liz, she's always been a snob. She always will be a snob. I guess the
1: only thing about that that shocks me is that she would so overtly bite the hand that feeds her. You'd think she would be smarter than that.
3: No, she's learned nothing. <laughs>
1: okay. That's true. She's learned nothing. <laughs>
3: so, okay. Another news headline that was quickly retweeted 9 million times, Oreo cookies as addictive as cocaine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as addictive as cocaine, really? Yes. Yeah. Uh, there, I, I could go into the study that cites all kinds of things about carbohydrates and how our bodies, certain bodies adapt and stuff. But I think we all know this
2: to be true, right? I mean, <laughs> have you had an Oreo cookie? Yes. Oh, no, they, they are completely <laughs> addicting. I know.
3: I mean... <laughs> I uh, let's say carbohydrates in general, like somebody dropped off the world's most delicious coffee cake for me this week, which I think is kind of cruel when you drop off a coffee cake to a middle aged woman who works at home.
1: <laughs> I know. Yeah. You don't want to be home alone with a coffee cake.
3: Well, I wasn't for long, Liz, because it's as addictive as cocaine. Coffee cakes are also <laughs> as addictive as cocaine. <laughs> okay. Another gigantic non news story this week, Liz. Melissa McCarthy was on the cover of Elle magazine in, wait for it, a coat, Liz. This was huge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why was that controversial?
3: Well, Liz, uh, as Sam Champion kept vaguely saying a Good Morning America, I don't know why some people object. Really, Sam, you don't know why? You don't know why it's because if she was a size zero, she wouldn't have been wearing a coat. Okay. okay. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But, you know, the fashion industry considers her uh, that as anyone who's a non-zero, so she's in a coat. Okay. You know what, Liz? It was a really nice coat. I I just didn't understand.
1: Uh Uh-huh. What did they
3: think they were going to put Melissa McCarthy in?
1: (laughs) She might have preferred the coat.
3: Exactly. Liz, if wouldn't, okay, raise your hand if bikini or coat on the cover of. (laughs) Coat. You're going with the cash coat. Are you not?
1: Uh, Yeah. And Uh, I'm sure like me, she's a gal who appreciates sleeves. So that takes you down a certain route anyway. You might as well go to the coat.
3: Yeah, so instead of celebrating the fact that they put someone who was a non-zero on the cover of Elle magazine, now we have to just get all our panties up in a wad over the coat she was wearing on the cover. <laughs> I thought she looked great. And finally, Liz, this was pretty much the news, uh, the lead-off news story on Friday morning. Kate Middleton played volleyball in wedge heels. Uh, I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How is that even possible?
3: Uh, I, but, you and know, because she's Caitlin, she can do it all. I mean, she looked fantastic and she was out on the court in like four inch wedge heels and she looked great. <laughs>
1: <So>. <laughs> I did miss that. I'm surprised that that didn't cross my radar being like on that side of the world. But no, I totally missed that one. Yeah,
3: yeah. no, I, I it was so I know that the government went back to work and everything this week and compromises were made. But Liz, when Oreo cookies are as addictive as cocaine, who can pay attention to the? <laughs> The actual news. <laughs> so, That's got to be your top story. I know. I, yeah. I just want to run that in case people are mentioning those in the staff meeting Monday morning, okay. you're going to be up to speed. Okay. You're going up to speed on that news.
1: <laughs> okay. Now I'll know if someone brings Oreos to the staff meeting on Monday. That, yeah. <laughs> that, don't touch that, that they have a real problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Leanne. I, I appreciate, appreciate that. that. I'm all caught up now.
0: Wow, I was—I uh, I felt like I was out of the country too, Liam. So thank you. I did hear about the Martha Stewart thing, um, but I just got back from Nashville, you guys. And when I said I was going to tell you about Nashville, Liz thought I was going to talk about the TV show. Yes,
1: I just assumed. Well, I know you enjoy the TV show, correct?
0: Yes, I do. But I know I was in Music City, USA. And oh, and- Monica, how was it? Loved it. It was. Fantastic! I would oh, think, my gosh. Highly recommend a trip to Nashville if you are a music lover or a country music fan or even if you're just a music fan. So I had to go on a work trip, and it was a one-day meeting. And we had a choice of going to Baltimore, San Diego. <sighs> Or Nashville. <laughs> Interesting choices. Yes, they were. Well, you know, San Diego is nice, but it's not Nashville. It's no. not Music City, USA. So I decided to go to Nashville. Now, here's the good thing about the trip. I went with another woman for work who was a true country music fan, and I think that really helped. On our trip, uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, it just helped having someone that was just wildly enthusiastic about seeing everything. She loves country music; grew up listening to it. Her parents listened to it, anyway. So I just took um, I took the lead and I did all the trip planning okay.
2: because, uh, and, and you know, because what? that's what you do at work. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Sheila. <laughs> That's how you spend your busy hours
0: at work. Well, that's how I spend my downtime: perusing Tripadvisor for ideas and itineraries, of, and reading trip reports. So I, you know, someone has to do the planning. I mean, the thing is, if you go to Nashville, we wanted to go out and hear music. We had three nights there. Now the Grand Ole, we wanted to see the Grand Ole Opry, but it only plays on like Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday nights. So that meant we had to stay in Nashville until Saturday, so we could go to the Grand Ole Opry on Friday night. So we did that. And then, of course, you know I wasn't going to Nashville without going to the Bluebird
2: Cafe.
1: (laughs) Is that in the TV show?
0: Yes. yes, Liz. Oh, okay. God,
1: yeah. Yes. Okay. The show. Liz, is... you got
3: to get on the show, Liz. It's, All right, I can it's, catch up. There's it's yeah. the best-looking men on television. Really, <laughs> and every week they introduce more attractive men. Is it me? Moniker is just like a whole new crop of them just showed up this season.
0: Yes, and and, and I would say some of them work at the Blooper Cafe, Liam. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, the the, the guy. At the door joe did not disappoint i mean I, i was already in heaven the minute i saw him so the the deal about the bluebird cafe is it's this very small club outside of town it's in this nondescript you know strip mall like 20 minutes outside of town uh it's a it's a place for singer-songwriters to go. And they have, it's mainly acoustic music, and they feature like four or five up-and-coming singer-songwriters every night, and they have a host. And sometimes big stars show up. I mean, it's a place where, like, Garth Brooks got his start, and... Vince Gill and Faith Hill. There's just a lot of history there. It's this very cool club and it's always been popular but now the fact that Nashville the TV show is filmed there. That's one of the big sets of the show. um, It's extremely popular so you have to go online and get tickets the week before and the tickets went on sale at 8 a.m. Nashville time which is 6 a.m. Portland time and they sell out in Three minutes. Really? Both shows? You were poised at 6am? <laughs> uh, Liz, I was in position at 5.59, five set my alarm clock, and I'll tell you, we got the last two seats left in the house for the 9 o'clock show, and we got one bar stool, and one church pew. <laughs> we didn't even get a table. No, wow. the tables were gone like in the first minute. But we had a church pew <laughs> and we had a bar stool. So we were set. But when we got there, the guy gave us two bar stools together. So we just had, it was just like a fabulous, fabulous night of music. Oh, that's great. Highly recommend going there. Lee and it was so special. I just, I just can't even tell you. It was like one of the best places I've ever seen live music. You know, no one talks, it's a listening room. So, and the players, they all talk about their music, their songs. You have to write original songs to play there. That's the other thing. They don't do covers. Good.
2: I like that. Very intimate. Yeah. Very, very intimate. And um, I don't
3: know. Was Gunnar tending bar? Leah, (laughs) Gunnar.
0: Leon, the uh, Joe, the guy at the the guy who took the, the tickets at the door and sat us was like better looking than Gunner, but there that's was, not possible. <laughs> no, there, there was one guy that played there that night that was so good looking, I don't even know what his name was. I I passed <laughs> out and fell off the bar. <laughs> he was he had a dream of a voice. And I just told Barb I I was having, like, an episode. There. <laughs> he just, the, uh, what I figured out is there's a uniform that men wear in Nashville. And it's like, you've seen it on the show. It's like yeah. tight, tight, slightly faded blue jeans, the plaid sort of western snap front shirt, tight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, with, you know, with cowboy boots. And I'll tell you, that is a good look. I mean,
1: <laughs> on the right body.
0: That is like an unbelievable look, especially if you can sing. But we also saw these two, the the, the big... Act. Even, if, even if you can't sing, it's, you know. Maybe right? you just walk around like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is pretty good. We, we did see this a mother-daughter act called um, Two Steel Girls. They were on The Voice. <laughs> oh, Anyone? I watch oh no
1: I, I didn't see
0: them <laughs> anyways they were interesting mother-daughter, mother-daughter deal um so then we went to the grand old opry the next night which is you know fantastic very fun exciting slightly hokey yeah it's, yeah it's a live radio show so they have a radio announcer they do commercials during the show they have like nine different acts some of them are real dinosaurs that are <laughs> like <laughs> members of the Grand Old Opry, but they can still sing. And then they have younger singers. But, Leah, that night we saw Danny Gokey. Do you remember him? Oh, my gosh. From uh, from Idol, yeah. Yeah, with the Go- glasses. Yeah, the Goaster. So he was <laughs> one of the headliner. So that was super fun. Uh we met this uh this, these couples, these two couples from Norway, and they were on this U.S. tour. they have been to New Orleans, Memphis. They were in Nashville. Good-looking, you know, 60-year-old. They looked like two sisters and the two husbands. And so my friend Barb asked them, who's your favorite country singer? Right away she goes, oh, Buck Owens. <laughs> really? Wow. And then there was a lot of, yeah, yeah, Buck Owens, Buck Owens. And <laughs> you know, we expected... I don't know, Vince Gill. <laughs> yeah. Ryan. They were hardcore. Well, or Keith, Keith yeah. Urban, but we're like, all right, Buck Owens, going way back. Um, we also went to the Country Music
2: Hall of Fame. Oh. Fantastic. <laughs> Wait, when did you go to your meetings? I thought this was a work event. <laughs> no, but the, see, the meeting
0: was Wednesday, and it was one extremely long day. And then we went and got the rental car. And changed to the cheap hotel. And then we had, so we had like the three days. We had three nights, you know, in three days. So Country Music Hall of Fame, fantastic. We spent five hours there. Uh, You know, they got Elvis's Cadillac. Um, It was just just amazing. And then we went as part of the um, Country Music Hall of Fame. It's like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, but country music <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: I, that's not that surprising really. Uh, yeah. what do
0: you know? but, as, but as part of it we took we went to this uh, RCA Studio B which is this uh, small studio on Music Row so we got in this little tour bus went over there I'm just telling you that's where Roy Orbison Dolly Parton and uh, Elvis Presley recorded most of their songs in Nashville. It was oh, that's cool, phenomenal to go in there. I mean, I know I just <laughs> raving. I, anyways, I highly recommend Nashville. Um, you know, email me if you have any questions.
3: <laughs> Liz and Lee here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow! Do we? <laughs> Sign up today at butcherbox.com/sisters and use code Sisters to choose your free-for-year offer. Plus, get twenty dollars off your first order. Thanks,
0: Butcherbox.
1: I would be happy to plan your itinerary. <laughs> yeah,
0: she, she's on. She's on Yelp. Yeah, she, <laughs> I Yelped a few things.
1: <laughs> she's your personal trip advisor.
0: Oh wow, it was just really, really a fun trip. I was. We had
2: fun. Everything we did was fun.
1: Oh, that is great. Right. Right. All right. That is great. Right.
2: Well, speaking of music, I, I never, I haven't been on the show. This is Sheila for, for a while. Yeah. And I just want to update you on my birthday date where I went to Disney, Disney Hall down here in uh, LA. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You, you gave us the advanced preview that you had a, you know, an actual date on your actual birthday who had bought actual tickets to an actual event.
2: I know. I know. It's really, it's, it was really phenomenal. And I just want to say, it's, it, we're, we're still seeing each other, so things are still going well. Nice. Right? Okay. Ah, yeah. Excellent. And at that time, I did mention that um, he was without a car. I just wanted to say he has a rent-a-car now. <laughs> <laughs> a rent-a-car. <laughs>
1: he's just, no, he, what, he's he, just he, permanently renting a car? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? what about that later, but Monica, did you hear that Is I was it seeing a zip somebody? Car? <laughs> Is a zip car? No, he has a rental car. He bought a car and then he got in an accident. Oh. So now oh, he's but in he's a rental
3: not a good driver.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, so um, basically, on my birthday, he bought tickets uh, to the 10th anniversary of Disney Hall, Ian. Oh yeah, that got a lot of press. Okay, well that it was a big night at Disney, red yeah. carpet, a VIP, RSVP. I mean there was I mean here's the thing. We went that night. I got dressed up, he was in a suit. We went downtown and then I saw the red carpet and the photographers and I thought, "Oh my gosh, this is this is a really huge deal." And I guess we saw Yo-Yo Ma. Which so was they a...
3: didn't let you park his bicycle there. That...
1: <laughs> no, his bike? You know, it's he... L.A. They had a bike valet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, he d- he didn't have his bike at that point. Oh, I mean, oh okay, okay. just <laughs> driving. Um, I was driving, um, but here's the thing, Leanne. We didn't know. We weren't quite sure if everyone got invited. If there were different levels of tickets because it was a big night. Yeah. We had great, it was Yo-Yo Ma, it was absolutely fantastic. It was so beautiful. But there was this ginormous party going on before the event. It seemed like everybody at Disney Hall was at the party, except for maybe two or three couples. So- <laughs> 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 and we didn't know, I mean, I wasn't, we had fun people watching. It was just great people watching. By standing
1: outside the party
2: and looking in? We were upstairs looking down at the party. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, but what do you think? Do you think everybody had access to that party, Leah? No, no. It's Los Angeles. For God's sakes, no. This is a.
3: There is a very strict hierarchy, and you're not part of it. So I'm just checking. All right, yeah. just no. That was a big. That was reported in all the gossip columns and everything. The society columns, not the gossip columns. That was for the big giant donors and things like that. Yeah, because I saw okay. the pictures of the tent.
2: So... Okay, so the the funny part was we were noticing a woman all in pink in, um, we called her uh, the Pink Powder Puff. She was in the front row in the best seat in the house. And so she's there the whole night, the grand dame of the music hall. We we don't really know who she is. But unbeknownst to me, one of the parents of uh, the children I tutor uh, was there also. And she knew I was going that night for her birthday. And when I went to tutor the next day, she kept saying to me, where were you? We were looking for you all night, and I said, "Well, we were just people watching." And she was at the party, yeah. and I, I said, "Well, where were you sitting?" And she said, "I don't know. Did you happen to see that woman in pink?" <laughs> oh, you were sitting in the front row. No, we we did not see you. We didn't... <laughs> Just coming full circle, Um, but yeah, had a great- Just reminding you exactly where your place (laughs) is in the hierarchy. Yes, keeping me humble. so, yeah, wonderful birthday, still going strong. Um, so, more on that to re- more, more to report on that as, as time goes on, I'm sure. So, um, you never
1: figured out who the lady in pink was? I thought that was going to be part of the punchline. Nope, nope.
2: No, 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 the lady in pink, um, no, it, no, cause, uh, we didn't care at that point. I mean, it, you know. Okay. We had, yeah, it was a very romantic evening, Liz. So. Oh, that
1: sounds nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. That sounds good.
2: Okay. So other than that, I've been pretty, pretty busy. So, um, basically what I've done in the last seven days is run an unbelievable gauntlet of, uh, parent teacher talks conferences. So let me just break it down for you. Parent teacher conferences, 22, 15 minute conferences back to back in two days. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's a tough one, right? Monica yeah that sounds really hard yeah it's a hard one so um and so did that it 's over following that um the very next day, I had to do open house at school and had to talk for another four hours yeah okay. about the about the school i mean i'm just saying'm <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty i'm not feeling that great either, so i've been talking and choking and coughing. For like five days. Oh, uh, that
1: sounds so hard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and no one seemed to notice how sick I was. That's what's astounding to me. Out of all the parents and people that I talked to, no one said, are you okay? As I was choking, trying to get the words out, which I'm sort of struggling with now, as a matter of fact. Um, then right after open house, I had to do an open air party, a parent party. In La Cunada, and I just want to say, Leon. Yes. I was went up a mountain for two miles. Yeah. And then I went down into a ravine, and the party was. Um, it was good. It was, I don't know if it's a good sign or a bad sign when there's a sign outside the house that says uh, "monitored by armed guards."
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh oh.
2: Yeah. So okay. I did that last night, <laughs> and then. Um, and it's not over, because tomorrow morning, parent forum at school. What is wow. that? That is basically being fed to the lions. Um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you talked to every parent by now?
2: I've talked to every parent. I've talked to every parent in my class, every parent in the other class. I've talked to every parent who's thinking of coming to our school. Um, uh, one mother took my po- my phone number. She liked talking to me so much. She's like, like a new friend. <laughs> she was also sick. She missed the tour, but appreciated me talking to her, so she took my phone number. Uh-huh. And tomorrow, uh, we are sitting down for a parent forum, which will be answering more questions um, about third grade.
1: Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> What kind so, of what kinds of questions do people ask in the forum that they wouldn't ask in a parent teacher conference
2: well, or that's the open a, house or the open house or the parent party? <laughs> because a lot of people like to talk shop at the parent party. Lynn, you've been to parent parties.
3: Yes. Yeah, they do. It's because yeah, you have nothing else in common with them but the, the fact that your
0: child's in the same <laughs> class. Um, well, Sheila, what are you going to do to
2: rest? I have not rested, Monica, in seven days. That—that that is the thing. I—I've I, been trying to rest, but I haven't—I haven't been able to. So I just have to make it through one event, one more event tomorrow at eight a.m. And um, now the school psychologist will be there. The headmaster will be there. Hopefully, they'll field some questions. But at this point, I'm scared of what I might say because I'm so tired. <laughs> You have like 15 hours
3: between now and then. I know.
0: <laughs> but I'm actually try trying to not get, pull yourself together. <laughs> get some cue cards and then just try to stay on script. Write, <laughs> right, write down some bullet points. Get some <laughs> it. Try I not know. to stray from your bullet
2: points. <laughs> I know. I'm really, I'm really getting scared that I'm going to say something really inappropriate. So um that's it. I'm actually going to stop talking now because I've been talking,
1: okay. been, been talking for seven days.
2: Okay. Seven days. So just wanted to check in, guys.
1: Ooh, okay, that that does sound exhausting. Ah, oh, yeah. Okay, so um, yeah, I only went to Europe and back in three days this week, yeah. so I'm not too tired. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I. Oh. I so i mean, one, one upping me, Liz. No,
1: one up. no, no. What you do, that is much harder than anything I do. I'm alone in an airplane talking to no one, which is, <laughs> you know, I mean, when I get there, I have to talk to people, but then but really I'm spending most of the time getting there and getting back and I'm just completely in a cocoon. I don't, I find it actually semi-relaxing, but so I'm home and, uh, Leanne, your News Roundup was very helpful. I did attempt today to read the paper and get a little bit caught up on things that are going on in the world. So I saw an interesting study in today's Los Angeles Times that I wanted to share with you, though I don't think uh, anyone will really be surprised at the findings. This is a new study published in the International Journal of Sustainable Strategic Management, Wow! wow. Well, yes, <laughs> whatever that is. So it was a study to find out uh, how many people are texting and driving. They're trying to prevent texting and driving, and here's the thing: they uh, they found that four out of five college students texted while driving. Uh, So that was not a surprising finding. But the biggest finding was that men in particular believe that they can text and drive. And here's here's the quote. While male respondents widely agree that texting while driving is dangerous, they also believe that they're better at it. (laughs) 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 So I think it's because... They just believe they're better drivers. Yeah, yes. right. And right, and because yes. they believe they're better drivers, they believe they have some spare time while they're driving right. to to just do a little <laughs> texting.
3: You right. know. Driving's not that hard. I can do some other stuff too.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, so then there's some detail on that, and then they talk about the different men and women. Um, that uh, men actually sent fewer messages a day than women, which is not surprising. Um, and they were kind of trying to test your impulsivity. So women appeared to be more impulsive about texting, but that did not carry over to texting while driving. And here's the quote. Females who were more impulsive were not likely to text while driving. This is probably due to the finding that females recognized the dangerousness of texting while driving. (laughs) So there you have it. That's uh, men, according to the study, uh, text less frequently and less impulsively, but, quote, showed less awareness or less appreciation of the dangerousness. (laughs) So that's... Is that, am I right, kind of not surprising a finding? Leanne, do you have, uh, I assume you've had some serious talks with your, your son about texting and driving. Driving.
3: Yes, of course. And, you know, uh, my husband actually, you know, he does not text and drive. Neither one of us text and drive. So I think we've actually been very good role models. Um, you know, my husband drives fast, but yeah. he doesn't text and drive. And yeah,
1: I believe I figured son, that about your husband. Yeah. He barely he was the last person in the world to even get yeah. a, a BlackBerry. Get himself. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
3: And uh, yes, you know, though, I have to say this. My son loves to drive. So I don't think he, he, you know, and he has a manual car, which also oh, makes it good. almost impossible to text and drive. One of the reasons we got him a manual. Oh, that's a good be, one, Leon. Was because of some um, driving experts really? that I spoke to at this, you know, forum. Uh, for I had had a forum myself, Sheila. <laughs> she uh, had- at, uh, I did some foruming with the people at Toyota uh, and uh, about teen driving and safety, and they said manuals. That's the that's the key. So when you're shifting,
2: you just can't really text and drive. Oh, so, and, and he enjoys Some driving. Some of us so can't even shift. So yeah, what's that? Some of us can't even shift. Right. <laughs> okay. And if you're like me, I can't text.
0: <laughs> Why? Because you can't see it? No, I just don't. I just don't text. So I really don't know how to do it because I have the cheap phone. Right, the cheap oh. phone where it's like, you know, the,
3: the last flip phone in America.
1: It is,
0: but now I'm just going to tell people that I enjoy driving so much. Yes. I really like to drive. That's why I'm not texting. Okay. Good answer. Hey, it's Liz
3: and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm -hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz. My hair from Pros is getting... Great reviews. Leon. I am not surprised.
1: You have been on that pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway,
3: but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. Do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And prose is spelled P-R-O-S-E, Pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, prose. Liz, you know we love talking about FrameBridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because, because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or see a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge.
1: So I did have a little bit of a social roundup to do, too. You know, we get a lot of messages from you, email, you can um be on our you can our Twitter feed is at sat sisters is our Twitter handle, and of course we have a facebook open group where you 're allowed to post whatever you want, and the Facebook fan page, which uh, we 're the only ones allowed to post there so on the open group, there was quite a range of issues that came up this week, so sisters, I thought I would just run down a few of them and see how you feel okay okay uh, first is we have been having um, some food discussions lately about foods that are in and that are out. Uh, so Beckett posted there, Beckett's prediction is the next big thing is going to be Filipino food. And Ooh. I believe that Beckett, I, uh, that, that would not surprise me. I don't know how you guys feel. You see a lot of Filipino food around uh, the Los Angeles area. So I, I, you're going out on a limb on that one maybe, but I think that could turn out to be right. Anyone got an opinion on you that? Yeah, I just
3: feel like it, it depends on um, the ingredients' availability mm-hmm. uh, in all parts of the country to really sort of break out as a food trend. So that's all. Okay. If, you're, if you're not in a place where there's a Filipino market or you can't get the right spices, it's hard to, it's hard to embrace that food trend. Okay.
2: Now, what are the basics of Filipino cooking? <laughs>
1: <laughs> why are you going to attempt it
2: no i just want to know what we're
3: talking about <laughs> you know filipinos actually because isn't there a lot of pasta in filipino yes, cooking and, yes.
1: and a lot of fried chicken yes. A, yes
3: oh
2: that sounds good i'll, I'll patronize that <laughs> Okay, was moving on. I to say kale. Yes.
1: Yeah, oh, okay, speaking of no kale, uh, one of the things that you posted on uh, the Facebook group, Leanne, is you're following um, Top Chef this season, so you posted your own random thoughts on the Top Chef episodes.
3: Yes, I am going to do that every week after the episode. It's Top Chef New Orleans. If you haven't been watching it, it's already been a really good season, like 100 times better than Seattle. So uh, the chefs are really good. The challenges are very very challenging. And this week, uh, Dana Cowan from Food and Wine Magazine was there, and it was an elimination quickfire, which is exciting. And uh, she picked four food trends that she wished would die, and the chefs had to uh, cook with that, fo- with that food trend. So it was kale. It was eggs on top of everything. It was s- bacon, smoked. Bacon and, bacon. and smoked. Yeah. 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 So they each they pulled a knife, and they each had to, to cook with um, one of those things. So...
1: Yeah, I, I part of my catching up on the news of the week involved watching watching Top Chef on my TiVo today. Well, and, Liz,
2: are are you still into the kale at Whole Foods? Or are you doing your own kale? What's what's your feeling about kale at I'm uh,
1: Well, you know, I tried the micro kale. Were you on the show where we discussed micro yes, kale? micro kale? Yeah, yeah. So kale of all sorts, I'm fine with it. I, I you know, I know people like our... She had a problem with the kale salads. I personally think kale salad is delicious. So, no, I'm sticking with kale. I'm Me will- too. I'm willing to give up on the other trends. Like, I have always hated things that are smoky flavored. So Yes, um-
2: you have, Liz.
3: <laughs> have you I mean- been on yes. record for a long time?
2: Yes. I-, I think I tried to serve smoked turkey once, and that was <laughs> <Of> course. <laughs> I like a nice smoked um, almond or something like that. I like smoke. I like smoke.
1: Okay. All right. Well, there, you know, there,
3: I, I, did, I did laugh
2: out loud. Smoke
3: almond. Like, when I think of smoke things, that's, that's the least smoky thing I think of.
2: Okay. I also want to mention that my guy actually did a kale salad the other uh, day where, um, have you ever heard of this massaging? Um, <laughs> Massage.
1: Yes, I have yes. heard that. Okay, yes. so
2: people have heard of that. I've never seen that. And that was quite tasty, massaging kale with um, avocado. Uh, uh-huh. oh. nice. All right. Yeah.
1: Well, Monica, you would have enjoyed this the episode of Top Chef because after the quick fire, then they had to they all had dinner at Commander's Palace. Oh. And I know you lived in New Orleans for a long time. Didn't you live right around the corner? Yeah, live I lived from,
0: right around the corner. Yeah, the
1: yeah. House. Oh my god, that looks so delicious. I know. And then the next day they all had to recreate the dish they had from Commander's Palace, which, you know, some people failed miserably at, but uh, just every single thing they put on the plate looked delish. So, okay, so I caught up with that. Uh, Beth posted on the Facebook... Group, she wondered if anyone else had suffered any motion sickness during the movie Gravity.
0: <laughs> and, and, okay, well, Beth, now that she's put the idea in my head, I, might I know. See it. I, I felt the same way. Beth's I was like, okay. now I
3: can't go see
0: it."
1: Okay, no, Leon, I know why you can't go see it. I, I'm going to explain. That's when when I saw Beth's message, I was like, "I need to warn Leon." I, so I went to see it yesterday, and Beth, I, I can see how someone would have motion sickness. I did not. But I can see that that could be an issue, Um, especially if you were, like, seated too close to the screen. And I saw the 3D version, so it could have been an issue. I did not suffer from that. But for people who are claustrophobic, oh, my God, Leanne, I think. I think.
0: Okay. Leanne's already. (laughs) I'm She's already sweating when you said the word.
1: I would just say for you, (laughs) sit sit near the exit. (laughs) Because... The whole thing is Sandra Bullock sealed in this tiny little capsule.
3: Yeah, I'm and out. I'm out right now. I, can't. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I,
1: actually,
3: I believe she's I'm good. I hope she wins the Oscar, but I'm out. I can't oh, go. She's awesome,
1: <laughs> and it's an awesome movie. This is one of the most dramatic movies I've seen in years. It is literally edge of your seat wow. drama. Yes. Really, really, really good. Uh, but... The space capsule she's in, here's another thing. Throughout the movie, it just keeps getting smaller and smaller, Um, the space that she's in. Oh, God. You know, I would say for those of you who have a lot of seasickness, it's sketchy. For those of you that are claustrophobic... Just sitting near the exit. Um, okay. Next thing on the social roundup on the Facebook group, Leon. this week on the show that you and Julie do during the week, let's remind everyone we now have two satellite sisters a week and the Tuesday show is you and Julie. You had a lengthy discussion about the habits of successful people before 8 AM mm-hmm. and you pledged to each other. I believe there were five of them. Is that five. it? So yes. you pledged that you were going to give this a go this week. So I just wanted to ask you, with Julie not even on the show, so she won't, <laughs> she won't even have to hear how you're doing on the five out of five, but how are you doing?
3: So here are the five. You're supposed to exercise. You're supposed to eat a healthy breakfast. You're supposed to um, visualize your day. Uh-huh. You're supposed to... Top load your day. So do all the odious tasks, like first thing in the morning, the things you're dreading doing. You're supposed to do those. And then it's visualize something and then plan your day. Like right. do a to-do list. Oh, yeah, right. Liz, it was like the minute the words came out of my mouth, I'm gonna try this, it was, uh, it was like my coffin was sealed. It's been an epic fail. You
1: you knew you weren't even gonna really try.
3: I, I have gotten less done in the last four days than ever. One day, I, I my husband woke me up at 4. I was up at 4.15. I still got nothing done. I was like, oh, I got to watch Nashville. You know, I like to watch TV in the morning when the boys aren't there. And, oh, then I was, you know, looking at the internet, and then the coffee cake arrived. I didn't even get in a healthy breakfast some of these days. It's like... The minute I said I was going to try it, it just—it has been an epic fail, and I've been so uptight about it too. So it's been really a lose-lose. Okay. Like oh, I know I should get off the couch and exercise before eight a.m., but I'll have another piece of coffee cake. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I thought you had a shot at the uh, at the exercise before before eight a.m. one, only because you do get up so early in the morning on most mornings. I know,
3: you... but I, I've always hated exercising in the morning. And I do have to, you know, make breakfast, uh, for the kids, or my son, make him lunch, get him to school. I did the dog. Yes. I do have That's other
1: responsibilities yeah i think
3: successful people don't have any other people in their lives <laughs> I'm like, like martha stewart she's got yes. nobody <laughs> or they don't watch nashville at five o'clock in the morning <laughs> my god <guy> i did <laughs> so yeah i had to write my top chef roundup. i mean i was doing stuff it just wasn't on the list so it's been a failure uh so i have one more day tomorrow before tuesday's show to see if i can pull it off before wow.
1: and julie was saying that she already does three out of the five so, right, the, she didn't really do the visualizing, which is pretty much laying in bed and thinking about your day, right? Which I like <laughs> doing.
3: I enjoy doing it. <laughs> that. That's why I, see, I excel at that.
1: And well, then,
2: Julie never sits down, so she's not going to have time to visualize. <laughs> yes, and then yeah. it
3: was the odious tasks. Because, oh, yeah. you know, Julie likes to worry about things, as she proved last week on the show. She likes to worry about things all day long and, yeah. So yeah. that's that's what she and I, even that I was like all I had to do was call the orthodontist and make an appointment. For <laughs> I just like <laughs> she's going to yell at me. <laughs> I don't know oh. it.
1: <laughs> okay, all right. Well, your secret is safe. Epic, Se- epic secret is safe with us. You can <laughs> you can tell Julie whatever you want on Tuesday show. Okay, I'll cop. I'll come, I'll come <laughs> Okay, next thing on the social roundup, Samantha spotted a trend, and she wanted to know if the rest of us were aware of. Infinity scarves on babies. That's, no. that's a
2: oh, my gosh. I think that would be very unsafe. Yes. yes.
1: Yes, several commenters made that same point, Sheila, that that sounds like a strangulation <laughs> risk.
2: So. I sometimes get caught up in my infinity scarf. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, yes, and I, one of the answers I laughed out loud, Ann posted a comment that said, what next, fedoras? <laughs> and, oh, I was just imagining a baby in an infinity scarf and in a fedora. Anyway, okay, keep it coming. Uh, lots of good activity there on the Facebook group. Uh, the, uh, what you post is just as interesting as what we post. Just wanted to <laughs> prove that one more time. Oh, and one other thing I wanted to throw in, um i know leanne on also on tuesday you and julie were talking about the fact that you had decorated your home for the holidays you were getting psyched for the fall and for thanksgiving and it was emotionally hard for you because it, it was at this time last year where mom was so sick and then yeah. she she passed away right after thanksgiving but but you said you felt like it was a really really good activity for you and that it turned out to be a very positive thing right
3: I'm glad I did it, and you know, and I used the Edna Dolan "More is More" School of Mantle decoration. (laughs) Like I I thought I had finished, and then I put like a hundred more things on the (laughs) mantle. I just, I totally went for it, and I was really glad I did. I was super hesitant. I've been very sad the last couple of weeks. Just a lot of things reminding me of mom, and so I was glad I did it.
1: Well, I had the uh, the voice of Edna Dolan in my head yesterday. I ran into Rite Aid to pick something up. Oh, I had to get some photos there. And... um and they have all the big flu shot signs up everywhere. Yes. And you know how Mom would start like the first of September. Yes. Every yes. time, every time you talked to her on the phone, she would ask you if you got a flu shot. Like that was her main thing. Did you get a flu shot yet? Can I go with you to get your flu shot? Can get you get your flu shot yet? So I walked in there yesterday, and there were all the flu shot signs. And I thought, well, just in honor of Mom, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get that flu shot. All so right. I went and I did that yesterday, and. Uh, that made me feel good, too. Like, it was, I knew that's what she would be telling me to do in that very moment, so that's what I did. It was very satisfying.
3: Good, Liz. That's an inspiration because I thought of mom, too, as soon as the flu shot signs went up. And I, I uh, being the youngest daughter, used to purposely not do it just to, so I could say, no, I didn't get my flu shot, mom. <laughs>
1: And how's that been working out for you, a lot of flu? Yeah.
3: Sometimes I get the flu, but it's to- <laughs> it was totally worth it. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. okay, so uh, anything else anyone needs to cover? We're, we're good?
2: No, 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 no. I just need to stop talking, and uh, and when I talk, not say anything stupid. <laughs> well, I'm sure...
1: I'm sure yes, you don't really have, have trouble it. with that. A, you're very impressive in a work environment, Sheila. I mean, not that you're not outside of a work environment, but I mean,
2: <laughs> I try to rise to the occasion, Liz. Okay. I really do. Yeah. You know, and there's nothing a triple latte can't solve tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. And an infinity scarf just oh, to oh, cover your I mouth. I am infinity. I am just that is my staple this fall. <laughs> white infinity scarves. It covers everything. Especially bad, dirty shirts that are I'm wearing to school. Because I haven't done my laundry one more day. <laughs> wow. woo that's quite an uplifting remedy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well,
1: well, then one more thing. That I'll just throw in. You'll be very happy to know, just opened on, my stu- on Montana Avenue, where you know the the main prongs of the economy here on Montana Avenue is coffee, Pilates, and blow dry bars. Those, yeah. those sort of everything on every block is either selling coffee, a Pilates studio, or a blow dry bar. Yesterday, breakthrough. We now have a foot massage place, Leanne. Oh, uh, the
3: oh good. The $25. It's probably more out there. Yeah, no, t- was, it though. was
1: 20 yesterday because oh, it's, it's the special introductory rate. So 20 bucks for 30 minutes of foot massage. It was very nice. That's, that was my little reward for getting my flu shot. So there you have it. Have a good week, sisters. Thanks, You Liz. too, Les. And don't forget, call your satellite sister.